Hello there. Praise the Lord. Welcome once again to Footsteps with Impact Prayercasts. This is the podcast where prayer meets your needs. Real needs, real word, and real prayer. Have you ever been faced with circumstances or situations where it seems to be so hard that you can't get out? Have you ever been cornered and it looks like the only way out is uh, to go under? Well, I'm here to give you some good news that, you know, you are not alone. And uh, the Lord is there to help you. We shall see um, uh, three stories in the Bible where God helped people who are cornered, who seem to have lost the, uh, the battle. But then the Lord showed that his hand can move on behalf of his children. So I want to encourage you that uh, if you are undergoing some real tough uh, situation in your life, whether economic, a family situation, it could be at work, or whatever it may be, political, it does not matter. God is able to deliver you. And the stories that we shall look at quickly, you will see God delivering these people who are cornered, who seem to be like they cannot make it out, except that a powerful hand of God would come and deliver them. I have been in situations like that, and I've gone to the Lord, gone to the altar, and the Lord has delivered me again and again and again. And He can do it for you, He can do it for me. It doesn't matter who it is, God can do it. So today, let us look at these three situations. The first one, David had tried to align himself with the Philistines, but they rejected him. And when they rejected him, he decided to come home with his head down. You know, he had been rejected. So in First uh, Samuel chapter 30, it shows that when he got home at Ziklag, he had found that now the Amalekites had attacked his home and taken everything with them. His wives, everything. And uh, everyone in town had been um, kidnapped and taken away. So David and the men who were remaining, the ones who had gone to uh, align themselves with the uh, um, with the Philistines had to decide whether to go and fight. But before they did that, the Bible says that they uh, cried out unto God. And um, they cried from morning until sundown. And in verse 8, the Bible says that, So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue. For you shall surely overtake them and without fail recover all. So you see, David did what we should do when you are faced with a situation like this. The first thing you should do is face the Lord. And the Bible goes on to say that um, as they pursued, as they uh, continued on what the Lord had told them to do, in verse 11 of chapter 30 it says, Then they found an Egyptian in the field and brought him to David. And they gave him bread, and he ate, and they let him drink. And they gave him a piece of cake of figs and two clusters of raisins. So when he had eaten, his strength came back to him. For he had eaten no bread, nor drank any water for three days and three nights. And then David said to him, To whom do you belong, and where are you from? And he said, I am a young man from Egypt, a servant of the Amalekite. And my master left me behind, because three days ago I fell sick. We made an invasion of the southern area of the of the Sherethanites in the city, in the territory which belongs to Judah and of the southern area of Caleb and we burned Ziklag, Ziklag with fire and David said to him can you take me down to this troop so he said swear to me by God that you will neither kill me nor deliver me into the hands of my master and I'll take you down to this troop and when they had brought him down there they were spread out over all the land, eating and drinking and dancing because of the, all the great spoil which they had taken from the land of the Philistines. And you see, 
After they prayed to the Lord, the Lord led them into this area, and they find this Egyptian boy, and they feed him. And then little did they know that in him was going to be the answer. So God may have an Egyptian somewhere for you where the answer would be for your situation. Just keep heart and go to the Lord and ask him. So the Bible says that they went on to attack and David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away and David rescued his wives and nothing of theirs was lacking, either small or great, sons or daughters, spoil or anything which they had taken from them, David recovered all. Now let's go on to the other story. It's found in Isaiah chapter 36. In this story you see King Hezekiah being threatened by the Assyrian king and the Assyrian king sends a very boastful messenger to tell uh, Hezekiah basically that hey you're done you can't do anything we're going to um uh we're going to destroy you we're going to destroy everything that you have and take and take you you may as well bow down to my king and be ruled by him and he goes on to give the history of what the uh, Assyrian king had done to others for example in verse 4 of chapter 36 it says then Rabshake said to them Say now to Hezekiah, thus says the great king, the king of Assyria, What confidence is this which you trust? I say you speak of having plans and power for war, but they are just mere words. Now in whom do you trust that you rebel against me? Look, you are trusting in the staff of this broken reed, Egypt, on which if a man leans, it will, it will go into this hand and pierce it. So is the Pharaoh, king of Egypt, all of whom you trust. But if you say to me, we trust in the Lord our God, is it not he whose high places and whose altars Hezekiah has taken away and say to Judah and Jerusalem, you shall worship before this altar? So you see, this is a very boastful messenger and he's coming to King Hezekiah telling him basically and telling his people that, look, um, you can't do anything. You may as well bow down. As you can see, Hezekiah was facing a boastful messenger in a terrible situation. The Bible says in chapter 37, verse 1, And so it was when King Hezekiah heard it, that he tore his clothes, covered himself with sackcloth, and went into the house of the Lord. Then he sent Elkayim, who was over the household of Shebna, the scribe, and the elders of the priests, covered with sackcloth, to Isaiah the prophet and the, the son of Amos. And they said to him, Thus says Hezekiah, This is the day of trouble and rebuke and blasphemy, for the children have come to birth, but there is no strength to bring them forth. As you can see, Hezekiah used the best language he could to bring the attention to a man of God. In other words, Hezekiah did the right thing. Number one, he went to the house of the Lord. Then secondly, he sent for a man of God. He sent for an intercessor to help him. Uh, to pray. Sometimes you may be in a situation where you yourself can't pray and you need someone to help you with your prayer. Isaiah was an encouraging intercessor. You know some intercessors, they put you down, uh, make your situation larger than um, God. But listen to what the man of God says. In verse 6 of chapter 37 of Isaiah, Isaiah says, Thus you shall say to, to your master, Thus says the Lord, do not be afraid of the words which you have heard, with which the servants of the king of Assyria have blasphemed me. Surely I'll send a spirit upon him, and he shall hear a rumor and return to his own land, and I'll cause him to fall by the sword in his own land. 
Now this king was unrelenting. So it goes on to say in verse 14, And Hezekiah received a letter from the hand of the messengers and read it. And Hezekiah went up to the house of the Lord, spread it before the Lord. Then Hezekiah prayed to the Lord, saying, O Lord of hosts, God of Israel, the one who dwells between the cherubim, you are God. You are alone of all the kingdoms of the earth. You have made heaven and earth. Incline your ear, O Lord, and hear. Open your eyes, O Lord, and see. And hear all the words of St. Carib, which he has sent to the reproach of the living God. So as you can see, King Hezekiah went to the Lord with his problem and he presented it to the, uh, brought it to the altar of the Lord and um, brought in an intercessor to help him with it. Again, you can see here the Lord using somebody else uh, to point a way uh, to the solution. God used an intercessor in this case and in the case of David, he used, um, he used an Egyptian boy. And so many times God will use whatever means he so chooses because he's sovereign to help you in your situation. We shall look at one more situation before we pray. Let's turn to Second Chronicles chapter 20, a very famous story. This is the story of another king, King Jehoshaphat, being faced by Moabites. And uh, they were attacking his area, and he was powerless, he admitted it, and he went before the Lord. In chapter 20, it says, verse 1, and chapter 1, verse 20 says, It happened after this, that the people of Moab, with the people of Ammon and others, with them besides the Ammonites, came to battle against Jehoshaphat. Then some came and told Jehoshaphat, saying, A great multitude is coming against you from beyond. Uh, beyond the sea from Syria, and they are in Hazazon Tamar, which is Engedi. And Jehoshaphat feared, and set himself to speak to the Lord, and proclaimed a fast throughout all of Judah. So Judah gathered together to ask help from the Lord, and from all the cities of Judah they came to seek the Lord. Then Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem, in the house of the Lord before the, the new court. And he said, O Lord God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? And do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the nations? In your hand is there not the power and might so that no one is able to withstand you? Are you not our God who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people or Israel and gave it to the descendants of Abraham your friend forever? So you see here he approached the Lord and he goes on in verse 12 to say, O our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us, nor do we know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. Now all of Judah with their little ones, their wives and their children stood before the Lord. And then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jael, the son of Mataniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph in the midst of the assembly. And he said, Listen, all of you, Judah, and you inhabitants in Jerusalem, and you, King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you, Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow go down against them. They will surely come up by the ascent of Aziz, and you find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. You will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourselves, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you, O Judah. Glory to God. Here you see God establishing himself in these three situations. We saw the uh, story of David. 
he was wrong in the first place to align himself with the uh, Philistines. But when he came back to the Lord, God's great mercy was shown to him by appearing to him and telling him to go and pursue and receive what uh, the Amalekites had taken from him. You can see also in that story that God used an Egyptian to show him the way. Then we go on to the story of Hezekiah. Again, we see here a man of God under stressful condition where he was being attacked. He was being threatened by a boastful king. But the Lord had an intercessor through whom he encouraged him to continue to trust in the Lord. And then now we see here the story of uh, Jehoshaphat. Again, we see the Lord speaking through someone else to encourage him. The Spirit of the Lord coming upon somebody else to encourage him. Brother or sister, I don't know your situation, but in your situation, God has someone. Someone who will lead you to Christ. Someone who will point you to the Spirit of God. Someone who will show you, who will encourage you. That person may not even be the person you expect like the, the Egyptian boy. But God will use anyone in any situation because he is a sovereign God. So we are going to pray for this tough situation that you are in. That the Lord may deliver you. He's able to deliver his people. He's able to deliver everyone who comes to him. It does not matter what situation it is. It does not matter how down and under you may seem to have gone. It does not matter how depressed you are. It does not matter how drunk you may be in whatever you are drinking, how high you may be in whatever you are getting high on. It does not matter how much debt you are in. It does not matter what the situation is. Even if they are kicking you out of your home, they may be kicking you out of your apartment, they may be firing, you may have even been fired from your job. It does not matter what situation. God is sovereign and is able. Just keep your ears and eyes open because he may speak, he may use someone you never expect. But if it requires that you uh, call upon intercessors, call upon them and pray. So in the name of Jesus, we are going to go before the throne of grace and pray for your situation. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, we are coming to you through this podcast, Lord, praying for this situation. Father, you know where this person is. You know where this child of God is. Father, this may be even a sinner who has never confessed to you, O God. But now he's confessing that you are God and that you are mighty and you are his or her salvation, Lord Jesus. So we are praying that in this situation, Father, that you may send the messenger, you may send his Egyptian boy to give him the wisdom Father, you know the situation better than we could ever even figure it out, even though we may be the one in it, Lord. We may have gotten into the situation because of our misjudgments, because of sin, because of misguidance, because of someone just coming and cheating us, Lord. But we are asking you, O God, in your great mercy, O God, we are coming to you as Jehoshaphat did, that we are cornered. We don't even know what to do. This army is too great. This situation is too big for us. But you are able to overcome any situation, O oh God, on our behalf. We may come to you even as David, O oh God, crying unto you. We've been crying to you for months. We may have been crying to you for weeks. We may have been crying to you for just a day. It does not matter how long, Lord, you are able to deliver. Father, in the name of Jesus, we are crying unto you. Turn the situation around for this person, O oh God. 
Father, we have trusted in you. We trust in your mighty power. We trust in your deliverance, O God. We trust in the blood of the Lamb, O God, to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Father, if there's been sin committed in this situation, we thank you that you forgive us because according to 1 John 1, 9, Lord, you are faithful and just to forgive us our sins. But that's not all, O God. You are able to cleanse us with the blood of Jesus of all unrighteousness, Lord. Your word tells us, Father, that the devil is the accuser of the brethren. And in reminding us of our mistakes, of our error, of our sin is only from the enemy. Because once we bring it before the throne of grace, it is taken care of, Father. So we are thanking you, Father, that in this situation we stand even as Jehoshaphat stood, O God. You told him, go and stand before this situation. And you see my hand of salvation and deliverance. And so in the name of Jesus, Father, we are believing for your hand of salvation and deliverance in this situation. Father, erase the past of God that no man can erase but you. Dear Lord Jesus, help us to overcome, O God. We are are surrounded by this great army, O God. We are surrounded by this great problem, O God. We are surrounded by debt. We are surrounded, O God, by disobedience of children. We are surrounded, O God, by situation that we ourselves can't handle. Oh, Father, my brother or my sister may have just been fired from a job. And Lord, Heavenly Father, bills are looking at them, Lord. They have to feed their family, but they don't have a way to do it, oh God. We are asking you, Father, that now because we have trusted you, you're going to turn this situation around, oh God. In the name of Jesus, the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we are crying unto you, oh God. Turn the situation around, oh God. For the glory of your name, O God. Oh, Father, we are calling upon you, O God. You are able to deliver. You are able to provide. You are able to uproot what the enemy had planted in the lives of the people who are listening, who are praying with me, O God. Father, even as you told the prophet, O God, that uproot, uproot, uproot. We are uprooting everything the enemy had planted in our lives. In the name of Jesus, we come against every spirit that's ungodly. Every action, every word that's ungodly in the name name of Jesus. We are praying and believing, oh God, that the situation even now is being turned around, oh God. You who is no respecter of persons, oh God. If you did it for Daniel when he prayed, oh God, we know you can send your messengers even for us, oh God, to turn our situation around. If you did it for David, oh God, even after he had aligned himself with the wrong people, Father, you can forgive us, oh God, also, and help us in our situation. Mighty God, Heavenly Father, we are coming to you because we are your children. If you don't help us, oh God, no one can. If you can't deliver us, oh God, no one can. But you will know one thing, oh Father. You are able to deliver all those, oh God, who trust in you. And we are trusting you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> 